To this day, I don't know what triggered it, but the lady in front of me blew her stack. What gives you the right? What gives you the right to be at peace? I hate it. I'm Richard Fox and this is Messages of Hope. Today, Noel Jew is talking about peace. Not the dream of world peace, but about inner peace. Peace that works even when the world, and perhaps even you, are in chaos. Are you at peace? Do you remember the days before mobile phones? It feels like we've had them forever. In fact, it's not all that long ago when they were a novelty. Do you remember when they first came out? They were about the size and shape of a house brick and weighed almost as much. They were mainly a status symbol back then. Because they were enormously expensive, few people could afford to own them. One of my friends got on the bandwagon. He made a balsa wood model, painted it black, and used it at the traffic lights in his old ute just to impress the blokes in the Jags and the Mercs. The story I'm about to tell you wouldn't have happened if I'd had a mobile phone. I needed to make a telephone call. Travelling in a strange country for the first time, I also needed the correct coins to put into the slot. I only had notes, so when I arrived at the train station, I went to the kiosk to get some change, buy a newspaper and so on. The queue was long, as they nearly always were, so I took my place and waited. Pretty soon there were people lined up behind me, and the line ahead moved at the speed of a glacier, perhaps a bit slower. You get the idea, nothing was happening in a hurry. To this day, I don't know what triggered it, but the lady in front of me blew her stack, like completely lost it. Not just generally, but at me, standing behind her. It took me a while to realise what was going on. But when I awoke from my daydream, she was shouting at me, loudly. The gist of her rant was this. What gives you the right? You lousy scumbag. My life's going down the toilet and you're standing there at peace. How dare you? What gives you the right to be at peace? I hate it. With that, she turned on a heel, pushed her way through the crowd and disappeared. Now, the interesting thing is this. I didn't particularly feel peaceful just then. I was travelling alone in a strange country for the first time. My wife and my family were 12,000 miles away and I was about to make a call to people I'd never met to say I'd arrived and could they pick me up and then I was going to stay with them for a week. Perhaps the lady just needed to let off steam. Maybe I was the only bloke within range or perhaps I reminded her of someone. But I think there was more going on. Have you ever experienced a deep peace when everything around you was out of your control? We'd love to hear about it and how you made sense of it. You can share your story with us on our Facebook page at Messages of Hope. There's a good chance your story is just the thing someone else needs to hear. Stay tuned for Noel as he continues his story about how you can have peace, even when you feel anxious. I'm Richard Fox and this is Messages of Hope. Earlier, Noel Dew shared a story of someone who reacted violently against his apparent sense of peace, even though he was very anxious at the time. It suggests there was more going on under the surface. 
Just like there was more going on when, many years later, my wife died from breast cancer. I've never seen such peace, not in me, but in her. She was upheld in a miraculous way all the way through, from the diagnosis and treatment to her eventual decline and death. That's not to say there weren't plenty of tears, and I wouldn't want you to think it was all icy resolve and stiff upper lip stoicism. No, there was plenty of grief, and there was plenty of emotion, not least when the rest of the world was closed out and it was just the two of us alone. But the peace was like a deep foundation. It supported every part of what she went through, especially in the last months, and even more in the last days. I've often said that in her last days she was more in heaven than she was on the earth. Not simply was she at peace within herself, but that peace radiated out. It affected people who came to see her. Time and again, friends who thought that they might bring a word of comfort or consolation went away knowing that they'd been on the receiving end. It was indeed, as Jesus said, peace that passes all understanding. I sat with her as she took her very last breath, and I can testify to you that it was real. It was real all the way through and real to the very end. But if my wife were listening to us just now, she'd be saying, no, you're getting the wrong idea. It wasn't me. It didn't come from me. It was just what Jesus said. Peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. It was peace that passed human understanding because it didn't come from me. It came from him. I'm Richard Fox and this is Messages of Hope. Do you wish you could feel an inner peace, even when everything around you is in chaos? God is here to reassure you and guide you through. To discover more about how God can give you peace in challenging times, go to messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au. Here's Noel to talk more about the peace that God can give you. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. This sort of peace isn't natural to us. It's the peace that comes from heaven. It's not just beyond us to understand. It's beyond us to reproduce or to create. Perhaps the lady at the train station picked up on that. Maybe at a much lesser level and a lower frequency, she picked up on a piece in me that was beyond her own frame of reference. Perhaps that troubled her. Can peace be disturbing? Can it unsettle our ordered world? Or can it unmask a disordered one? Jesus was called the Prince of Peace. He came from heaven, bringing the peace of God to earth. But that peace was too real for us. We didn't like it intruding into our well-ordered world or our settled little kingdoms. He showed us that peace isn't a warm and fluffy feeling, nor just a worthy sentiment. He showed us that peace is a settled and established relationship. So when Jesus spoke about peace, he had in mind something we could never bring about. 
He had in mind ending our hatred of God, our distrust of his care, and ending our self-directed ways of living. He had in mind ending the hostility we have to God by bringing us to love him and to trust him. It cost Jesus his life to do it, but he did it gladly and freely. Why? Because he wanted us to know the peace that he himself has. This is what he said. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. What is his peace? Well, it's simply this. It's to share in Jesus' own relationship with God as our Father. It's to rest in God's care no matter what. It's to know that you're loved by God no matter what. To know that you're held in his arms and carried all the way to heaven even as you take your last breath. That peace is to be settled in the fact that no one or nothing can separate you from the love of God ever. That's the peace that Jesus knew. And that's the peace he came to leave with us. That's the sort of peace that redigs our foundations. And thank God that it happens now, before it's too late. Better to have our foundations relayed now than find the ones we've trusted in have crumbled to dust. You're listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts about finding peace in challenging times, go to messagesofhope.org.au or for a free booklet call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. I'm Richard Fox from messagesofhope.org.au. I hope you can join us next week for another Message of Hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges. Thank you.